And so it was, yeah, it was just really interesting because he was saying I love you, but then didn't understand my sexuality. And then um, we ended up breaking up because he was like, so, like, when are you going to be ready? And I was like, I don't know. I told you about my sexuality. I have to have this emotional bond. And he's like, well, how long is that going to take? Which is such a weird question, right? Yeah, you, yeah, because, like, you're not, like, longer now because you asked that. <laughs> <laughs> like... Hi, Rogue. Hey, Zax. Today we're doing something a little different, and uh, we get to know a lot about you today, so that's nice. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Today we're talking about uh, demisexuality, and before we get into the whole thing, I just want to throw out a few disclaimers. So we're talking largely about Rogue's experience, so we totally get that's not going to apply to every demisexual identifying person. And we're also going to be using different terms, like, around the asexual spectrum to keep in mind. So asexual, it means having virtually no sexual attraction, and allosexual is having sexual attraction. So we'll put our working definitions for these terms and anything else we say throughout the video in the description. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. So I guess so let's just start. So what exactly does it mean to be demisexual? Um, so I'm actually going to pull the definition off of WebMD. Yay, WebMD for having the definition. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that it's a little bit more thorough. Than what I, what I could give. Demisexual people only feel sexually attracted to someone when they have an emotional bond with the person. They can be gay, straight, bisexual, or pansexual, and may have any gender identity. The prefix demi means half, which can refer to halfway between sexual and asexual. Okay, so the main thing, I guess, just to shorten it, is that, like, it's in the asexual spectrum but you can have sexual attraction with the emotional bond yes pretty much pretty much exclusively like you need that um so i guess that the next thing what exactly would like be the distinction between being demi and being aloe just because i feel like there's lots of people who wouldn't just like have sex with a stranger that they just met or hardly know Yeah, that's a really good question. That was a question that I got from a lot of my friends. Or it wasn't even really a question, but um, (laughs) it should have been phrased as one. um, That I got from a lot of my friends when I first, like, started realizing that I was demisexual and sort of started talking about it. Mm -hmm. Um, I was trying to explain, you know, I don't feel a sexual attraction unless... I have an emotional connection, and a lot of my friends were like, oh, yeah, I don't sleep with strangers. And I'm like, that's not the same thing. Because <laughs> yeah. a lot of people don't just hook up, but um, and that's fine. Obviously, mm-hmm. there's plenty of people who would prefer to get to know someone before. Right. Um, but it's it's really hard to explain, especially if you don't really have, like, a concept I can understand that it's hard to wrap your mind around because it is kind of a difficult concept. Right. Um, but it's really like you just have 
an emotional bond with someone and then and then you feel the sexual attraction so it's not like um oh that guy is really attractive and i want to date him and stuff and <laughs> do stuff yeah <laughs> i like none that never really happened it was always like for the most part friends first and then dating and then sexual attraction maybe yeah <laughs> not even all the time that happened okay so, yeah that, so basically, like, for lack of a better way to put this, it's kind of just about, like, what gets people's motors running. Because, like, some right. people, like, you could just see, like, oh, that person's hot. If the stars aligned, we'd smash. But, like, for in your case, no. <laughs> There's exactly. no, yeah. Okay. Or, like, uh, like, uh... My a friend group that I had in college would be like, oh, it would be playing Truth or Dare or whatever, and I'd be like, who, who in the room would you sleep with? And people would answer, and I'd be like, nobody, because I don't, <laughs> I don't Not really close. have that <laughs> connection yeah. with anybody, um, and they didn't understand that. So, <laughs> yeah. no, and I get that. It is interesting. I feel like that's just something in like the asexual community a lot, where um, people don't. Because, like, and I, on one hand, I get it because, you know, allosexual is the majority. So people are like, everyone feels this way. Everybody poops, everybody gets aroused kind of thing. And that's Uh, actually one of the, um, like, basic psychological needs. What used to be included, I don't know if it probably hasn't been updated, but... um, one of the basic psychological needs in the pyramid is, uh, oh, Maslow's hierarchy. There we go. Got it. <laughs> um, so psychological needs are at the bottom. Safety needs, belongingness. Um, so it used to say, it says intimate relationships. I think it said specifically like sex at one point, uh-huh. but. Yeah, even, like, when I was in college, we were going over this in one of my classes, and I was like, no. (laughs) I don't think that should be part of the pyramid anymore. Um, Yeah, no, that makes sense, because, like, you know, uh, someone else could take that and be like, oh, no, I broke it, or something mm -hmm. has been unfulfilled kind of thing. Exactly. Um, So, that's why it's always good to learn more. Um, So... Demisexual, attraction based on an emotional bond. How is that different from being bi or pansexual? Where, like, it's like, oh, you know, it's just the person. It doesn't really matter, like, if they're a boy or a girl. I just like the person. Um, well, you can be demi and pansexual. But, yeah, mm-hmm. it just goes back to that, like, emotional bond. It's It's kind of like... Um, there's different forms of love, you know, Mm -hmm. and like you love your friends different than you love your family, different than you love your partner. It's an emo, it's a different type of emotional bond that you form with someone that like, the reason it's so hard to describe is because it's not like I have this type because I think pan, maybe you can speak more to this, but I think pansexual is like they even have types it doesn't matter yeah the gender like, necessarily yeah. but it's just like i like this in a person yeah because i think it's i mean i guess and i 
probably goes with like every sexual orientation like you know i guess gender but like you're just like i like long hair or short hair or muscles or yeah okay so and i can like obviously i still have physical attraction too mm -hmm. so there's that i guess foundation (laughs) is physical (laughs) physical attraction but um as far as types go, it's just, like, it might just surprise me, you know? Those emotional yeah. bonds that I've formed so, with people. Yeah. I guess just to, like, sort of clarify that a little bit, just so, like, you have physical attraction to you. Do you mean just, like, it's not, like, in the sense of, like, you're not blind. You can see somebody be like, oh, yeah, they're <laughs> attractive, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. okay. It's um, just not, nece- like you said earlier, it's not less necessarily like, oh, but I, I want to really jump into bed with them, you know? It's just yeah. like, oh, they're attractive. Right, yeah. Um, okay, cool. And I think that's um, just from other asexual identified people I've talked to, that's something that's been mentioned. Because I don't know if, I think TV makes asexuality seem really, like, robotic, yeah, for sure. Because um, that was one thing that was, like, we don't have to spend too much time. But I was really interested in Sheldon on The Big Bang Theory's asexuality on the show. Yeah. Um, even though, and, like, I feel like it's one of the things they sort of stayed a little true to uh, throughout. Because even though he did start having sex with his partner, but it was very clearly, like, just for her kind of a thing and mm-hmm. he's like i didn't mind it as much as i thought i would but it's still nothing he like needs but i feel like early on in the show everyone was like oh you're like not even a person because he would just like have conversations with beautiful women and everyone was like really confused mm-hmm. <laughs> that he wasn't like losing his mind <laughs> which is like and i that might just go more into like toxic masculinity in TV than um, I think it has sexuality. A lot, yeah. a lot of issues. <laughs> it goes into a lot of things. Yeah, like yeah, the whole gambit of problematic stuff yeah. to put out in the world. Um, okay, so how old were you when you realized oh. that you were? <laughs> Let's see. I was in college, so ooh, probably. 22 i think oh okay yeah oh that's interesting yeah because like i hadn't actually asked the age before i'd always pictured like high school or something so that's no oh my goodness i i didn't even know i would venture to say i didn't even know what asexuality was in college or in high school um okay at least not middle of high school maybe by the end yeah and would you say finding out it was, like, a whole process, or was it just kind of, like, a Google search? Well, okay. Like... So, <laughs> so it, this group of friends that I had was, like, super heteronormative. They were, they weren't homophobic or, like, or at least, I don't know, it's hard to describe it's, the whole dynamic, yeah. but mm-hmm. it was, like, heteronormative, like, they were okay with the, we had a couple of um, lesbians, lesbian friends in our group, and they were okay with them because they were lesbians. And then one of mm-hmm. the girls in our group was, like, heteroflexible, and they were okay with that because she was kissing girls, you know? So it was, like, 
Yeah. Okay. And then, um... But, like, if two guys started canoodling. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they... I mean, I have... Um, one of my best friends that I've had since high school is gay, and he started kind of hanging out with us, and I had to, like, debrief them and be like, you can't make gay jokes around him that are derogatory, because he's gay. (laughs) Right. So. Yeah. That's always fun. Yeah. Yeah. Friend groups to have. <laughs> they did good though. I they did do good. But <laughs> and I think they he kind of opened their eyes a little bit. Okay. Um That's and nice. yeah. And one of the people in that friend group later, like within the past couple years, came out too, so Oh that's cool. There you go. Yeah, I think that's something too. Like I don't really um judge people like for being like too heteronormative, you know, because especially yeah. if you're not like around a lot of people you kind of just like are used to what's around right so yeah yeah it was it i mean we were all in college everyone was kind of figuring themselves out and college is college as a whole i hope it's changing now but still when i was in college college as a whole was pretty heteronormative too so Mm. (sighs) like you mean like in the classes kind of thing no no i mean just like the culture of Mm. the college students like, frat oh, okay. boys and sorority girls and going to parties and, oh, there's only three girls at this party, <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah, okay. I get that. Yeah. Um, so, so that was my friend group. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I mentioned a little bit earlier, they were like, oh, if you could sleep with anyone in the room, whatever. That kind of yeah. stuff all the time. And I was just like, meh. And I, I don't know, I just went through this really kind of deep depression at this point in my life um oh. where i it was, i don't know like hanging out with them made me sad because they all seemed really normal and i was like i don't have any of these feelings and so something must be wrong with me right. and nobody they're all like finding certain girls attractive and nobody saying anything about me and that made me feel really awful too Mm-hmm. And I don't know, self-esteem issues. Plus, I was like, why am I not finding anyone attractive? Why do I not want have this desire to right. get with people? And I asked one of my best friends. I would, like told him about it, and he was like, "You just need to get laid." And I was like, "That was the worst possible response you could have given." Yeah, me. the problem is that you don't want to, and you don't know why. <laughs> and I was, I was just like, "That's that's harder than it." Yeah. Then you make it sound. And he told me, you just need to lower your standards. Oh. And I was like, wow, thank you. (laughs) Cool. So, yeah, that was rough. And then I don't even remember exactly what happened. I was thinking, like, maybe I'm asexual. Because I'm not, like, nothing's going on, you know? Right. Um, and then... I don't know what happened. <laughs> um, I mean, I realized that I did have, like, sexual attraction to the friend that told me <laughs> you should just get laid, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I was like, oh, okay, so I'm not asexual, but, like, what is, I don't know what's what it, happening. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. I don't know how I came across the term demisexual. I kind of almost want to say it was in someone's like character information on a role play that I saw or something. Oh, and I was okay. like, "Oh, demisexual. What's that?" 
And I Googled it, and I as soon as I read, like, emotional bond to experience sexual attraction, it was like a something clicked. Right. And everything made so much sense. Yeah. Okay. It was crazy how immediately I just identified it with it. Yeah, no, that's really... Okay, that makes a lot of sense. And I think... And, like, I think that's something we'll probably talk about more just, like, in labels in general kind of thing. Um, because I think people... Like, we talked a little bit before we started about, like, the whole, like, demi versus, like, gray sexual and stuff. And I think, you know, with how it clicked for you makes it important that there is that distinction, you know? Yeah. Because, um, like, gray sexual just means, like, you're kind of in between being aloe and ace and just sometimes you just... But you do have, like sexual feeling sometimes but there doesn't there's no like real prerequisite mm-hmm. sort of kind of thing okay so uh i guess starting from when you found this out about yourself to now would you say you keep it to yourself mostly um or is it something <laughs> you're like really vocal about i literally tell pretty much everyone i can <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> about it because I feel like more people need to know and they need to understand what it is. Because yeah. when I was still, I'm in a relationship now, but when I was still dating, I was like in this kind of depression, anxiety cycle of not having uh, anyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I was on Tinder. A horrible decision <laughs> for a demisexual person. Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah. <laughs> can't really swipe your feels. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I put in my profile demisexual. Nobody knew what it meant. So <laughs> I tell everyone, basically. Um, yeah. Except for my family. <laughs> There's a whole <laughs> thing there. But yeah. But that's, you know, that's, that's that. But yeah. <laughs> um, would you say it's like easy to explain to your friends or just. Um, my first, my first friend group, they, my best friend gets it, which is amazing. Um, but aside from that, they didn't really get it. Um, (laughs) my, the guy that I was dating at the time when I kind of, or I don't know if I was dating him or I had just found out right before I started dating him, but he didn't get it at all. And that was rough. Because right. I did not feel an emotional... We met on OkCupid, so there's my <laughs> first problem. Um, he's, like, the first guy that I dated that I hadn't been friends with first. Mm. And um, so I think that partially played into it, maybe. But I don't know if I would have ever formed an emotional bond with him, honestly. But yeah, he was, like, very... He wanted to be intimate a lot, and I was like, mm, I'm not feeling it. And it actually ended up being the reason we broke up, because <laughs> he, um, I told him once, I was like, I'm demisexual, I don't get, tur- I don't even get turned on unless I feel an emotional connection. And I can understand <laughs> when you're dating someone and they say, I don't have an emotional connection with you, that can be kind of hard. But we had only been dating for, like, two or three months. And Mm, we had only known each other for two or three months. 
And yeah. so he was just on a different level than it. He was like saying, I love you. And I was like, I feel like I hardly know you. <laughs> Who are you? Um, yeah. And so it was, yeah, it was just really interesting because he was saying, I love you, but then didn't understand my sexuality. And then um, we ended up breaking up because he was like, so, like, when are you going to be ready? And I was like, I don't know. I told you about my sexuality. I have to have this emotional bond. And he's like, well, how long is that going to take? Which is such a weird question, right? Yeah, you, yeah, because, like, you're not, like, longer now because you asked that. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, you know, that is interesting. That makes me think of this, like, I don't know why I was in the fifth grade watching The Hills, but go off, I guess. But it, it reminds <laughs> me of, um, there's this episode where they're, like, reminiscing about high school, which also seems so, like, weirdly forced, considering, like, we also saw that show, Laguna Beach, before The Hills. <laughs> but they were all sitting around, and they, um, you just reminded me of this, they're sitting around, and they're like, do you remember how, like, even if you were a good girl, like, at six months, you, like, gave it up, and, like, you just, like, had to. That was just, like, the thing. Which, <laughs> like... Um, it's just, I don't know, it's just interesting, like, I think that those sorts of thoughts are kind of going away, but for a long time, I feel like it was, in TV, there was just, like, this norm where it's, like, okay, after, like, the third date for adults, or, like, six months for teens, or whatever, there are, like, these benchmarks, and then it's okay to have sex, or something like that. Yeah. Which is just interesting. Okay. So, yeah, so... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, anyway, I just told him, he was like, well, how long is that going to take? And I was like, well, I don't know. It might never happen. And then he <laughs> said, we should break up. And I was like, okay. And like, I guess you said you were saying you love me, but. Yeah. Like, not, yeah, yeah. Not that much. Well, he not loved a, you a not little enough, bit. Not enough to like wait it out and see where it goes. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting to, like, I mean, I don't even think he could, like, have a Tamagotchi with this impatience, <laughs> honestly, but anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> so, click plug for our Discord server, I guess, a while ago. Always um, be plugging. Yeah, <laughs> we were, um, like, all talking, I think Yellow actually brought up this um, anti-ace episode of house. No, he brought up the YouTuber who brought up this yeah. episode of House. I'll link it in the bio because it's just very interesting. It's um, rough. Yeah. So, okay, click basically House, and I have never seen the show. This is all I know about it. I'm like, why did people like <laughs> it's this? A, it's a pretty bad <laughs> introduction to the show, honestly. I'm, I'm thinking about just lots of things on our channel. Bad introduction to Sonic for me. Just like... <laughs> Just, I'm not <laughs> getting good, informed yeah. um, introductions to things. But, okay, so in this house episode, this guy is like, for some reason, and I'm like, what about, like, HIPAA, I guess? But, like, I guess you're all doctors, so it's okay, but this still seems like No, rude. it's okay. Like, because here's the thing with HIPAA. If you're mm. not directly involved with the case, you're not supposed to, like... If there's one doctor that has a patient, he can't share that with other doctors unless 
it's like a collaboration thing. But you can't just go around and like share it just because they're all doctors. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought, (laughs) but I didn't want to just like, I didn't want to put my foot in my mouth or anything like that. Okay, so that's what I thought. So... He's, like, having coffee with this doctor. This doctor's like, whoa, no way. You'll never believe what just happened. This patient of mine is asexual. And House is like, that doesn't exist. I'll (sighs) bet you, like, whatever. Like, some monetary amount. I want to say, like, either a dollar or $100. Either way, really weird (laughs) bet to make over some guy you don't even know. But then he meets him. And this man is married. They're in an asexual but hetero romantic relationship. And <laughs> he does these tests and he's like, oh, you have this pituitary gland problem and that's why you don't have a sex drive. Yeah. And it's then it's like, but why? What? She was asexual too. Nope, she was lying about it because she, which I'm like, honestly, though, like, I mean, goals, I guess, willing to put up this whole fake facade so your husband feels good about yeah, being Yeah, I guess ace. so. But there are lots of ace people with aloe partners, and the aloe partners are just like, yeah, I get that that just isn't like it for you. Mm-hmm. So. Like, you know, but I still love you and don't want to be with anybody else kind of a thing. And, like, you can make it work however you make it work privately. Um, And that's fine, but that's not the case here because, you know, Dr. House fixes them and they can just go hump like rabbits now. Yay. (laughs) And... (laughs) So that's one example. Then in prepping for this, I remembered there was this episode of Scandal where this guy, hot, because she's a political fixer, and he's mm-hmm. like, I need people to vote for my baby brother. And he's like running for like, I want to say like Senate or mayor or governor. I don't know, but like a pretty, not mayor, pretty big office for this wealthy family of politicians. So whatever. But anyway, she's, he doesn't have like a wife or a girlfriend or anything. And it turns out that the reason he's single is because he's sleeping with his brother's wife, but he doesn't want to cheat on her. Wait. <laughs> okay. Okay, but that's the big reveal at the end. I felt I should just get that out of the way now, but before that, she says, like, look, I can help you. If you're gay, I can help you win. Like, is that, he's like, I'm not gay. And then she's like, look, people just will not vote for you if you're ace, basically. Like, they're just not going to get it. And, like, that's voters, like, they're not going to get it. So. Okay. I don't. Like, and from, like, a political race thing, like, I get, like, why, although representation, he could be the first. Right. But I don't think he'd be okay with that either because if brother's wife does eventually leave him for him, then that's probably a worse scandal. I don't know. (laughs) 
for the ace community at least i don't i don't know that's so <laughs> there's so many things in that that i don't even know what to do but the reason i bring all that up is because um asexuality is like really confusing for a lot of allosexual people so do you think people have an easier or harder time understanding demisexuality in your experience harder time than what asexual like if you're asexual but because you i guess i'm asking because you have you have sex sometimes yeah (laughs) with the emotional bond kind of thing well i don't know because in my current friend group like it's we don't i don't know they're all younger than me for the most part Mm -hmm. um not i mean we're all adults but like um they're still like closer to gen z than millennial i think so i think they're a little bit more um open and Mm. understanding and also just not as judgmental (laughs) about that kind of thing so we don't ever really talk about it like i told them yeah i'm demisexual and so and my friend was like immediately um Oh, so does that mean you're attracted to guys and girls? I was like, yeah, like anybody that I form an emotional connection with. And they were like, oh, okay. And that was like the end of the conversation. Yeah, I think that is one thing that is. Yeah, no, I mean, I guess that is just sort of like how times are changing that it does make things easier in that way. mm -hmm. Um, Although I do think a lot of people's, I don't, especially if people aren't like, open from the jump like because some people just like might not think that they're asexual because that especially just because i don't feel like finding a partner forever finding a partner forever i don't think it's just this big priority that it used to be i feel Mm -hmm. like in everything so i definitely can see it being easier to just like sort of go your whole life without any of those feelings and not really think anything of it like maybe a little bit but just kind of like well i guess that's just not my thing and then not really knowing um that you're ace but i still think people with that person who like hasn't like had sex or whatever being like oh we'll find we'll match make for you we'll have this and that happen well like that being said where like this friend group is really understanding and i don't want to say doesn't care but it's just like not an important conversation Mm -hmm. to them i guess which is great i think that's perfect that's how it should be um for that friend group my friend group (laughs) not even my friend group just the people i worked with Mm -hmm. back when i worked at chick-fil-a so this should give you an idea of the culture Um, (laughs) yeah there was someone who worked in the kitchen who was asexual, and all of the kitchen guys gave him a hard time, and they were like, oh, like a plant? You're a plant? You could reproduce asexually? And I'm like, you're, oh you my are gosh, idiots. I don't know how... Ugh. I don't like, know how many straight-up lectures I gave to my Chick-fil-A co-workers about sexuality, and they were, for the most part, surprisingly open about listening, but... Yeah, I still have to give a lot of lectures. It didn't, like, immediately inform their behavior that you could tell. Well, that um, was before. I was like, oh, okay. listen, 
asexuality <laughs> is different than asexually reproducing. I picture someone like waiting for their chicken nuggets while you like pull out this whiteboard. Like, look, okay, let's just hammer this out right here. Right now. This is more important. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So I don't know. I, yeah. It, so back in those days, I don't know how harder, mm. how harder or easier it would have been for them to understand. But yeah. Okay. Just thought I'd put it out there. Um. Okay. So. Back, this is, I guess, something I kind of want to spend, like, a lot of time talking okay. about. Because it is the most, not even confusing, it's just the part I'm most curious about. Mm-hmm. Um, so, emotional connection. Is that, like, love? Or what exactly would you describe this emotional connection as? That is really hard to put into words because, like yeah. I was saying earlier, like I was saying earlier, like you have different forms of love for different people mm-hmm. in your life. It's you also form different kinds of emotional connections to different right. people in your life. So, I have been what I thought was love anyway at the time mm-hmm. <laughs> with people, but didn't feel that emotional connection. Right. Um, and I've also, but I've also formed emotional connection to people where I'm like, but I don't think I love them romantically. Mm. You know? Yeah. Okay. So, like, with certain friends or something, I felt yeah. that emotional connection, but it's not like I want to be in a relationship with them, you know? Yeah. And that's, like, there. Um, I guess, would you, like, I guess these... The next couple questions just get really invasive. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. But, um, so, like, with the emotional connection, is... I know you said, like, with the one like the one guy who was like, come on, chop, chop. What, how long yeah. is it going to take? Okay. But has it, like, sort of been the opposite with other people? Like, just sort of one good conversation and it's just like, oh, I feel it kind of thing? Yeah, I think, like I said, I have to at least know the person a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because that one guy, it was like, I don't, who are you? I don't know you. Right. So, uh, yeah, if he had stuck it out, then maybe it would have happened, but I don't know. But then another guy that I dated, um, and this, I want to be clear for, for people listening. Um, I have only been in relationships with guys, but that... I would be in relationships with people of other genders if I felt it just wouldn't be okay in in my current situation. So I'll just leave it at that. Um, okay. So just, yeah, just for full, like, disclosure. disclosure yeah, as I do identify as, um, I guess, pan-romantic, demisexual. Um, yeah. But yeah, I... Um, I guess the fastest I felt it is the the guy that I'm currently dating. Mm-hmm. Um, we worked together for a few months, but we never really talked at work out uh, about things other than work stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I still got to see him interacting with people and with the kids and whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then we did go to a couple parties outside of work 
But even then, it was... <laughs> I can laugh about it now. We went to this one party at a friend's house, and we had left our cars at work, both of us. And so we mm-hmm. uh, got a ride back, and we were both too messed up to drive still. But we sat in our separate cars. <laughs> and we had just been at this party together. I was like, why didn't you come over and be like, hey, do you want to hang out and talk while we sober up? Like, I don't know. <laughs> That's... That's very cute, though. <laughs> um, okay, so have you ever had sort of the opposite? Like, there's a person and you're like, oh my gosh, you're kind of like the worst, but somehow I still feel this connection with you. No, never. No. Okay. No. <laughs> Just wanted I, Okay. I have very strong convictions and reasons why I don't like people, and I don't think I that would ever happen okay yeah that's yeah knowing you that makes sense okay <laughs> <laughs> not in a bad way yeah no no okay. i'm glad that makes sense okay um all right so then uh, this isn't really even about you just in general i just feel like because we've already sort of talked about how like you form different connections with different people and so obviously, like, you haven't been sexually attracted to, like, every person you formed an emotional connection with. It's right, like, exactly. This, so, I, yeah. yeah, I want to be clear that when I say that you form different kinds of emotional bonds, this isn't saying, like, I only form emotional bonds with people that I want, or <laughs> I guess vice versa. Like, right. the emotional bond only forms then, in that moment. I form other emotional bonds, they're just different. Yeah. So, but it's like, not just like, oh wow, you're like really great. We click. I guess I'll add you to the list of right. partners. Um, and then I think, I guess just like since we're talking about it, and like we've talked about this in other like episodes and stuff, but about the friend zone as a concept, and I think with, um, I feel like I don't know. I feel like in, because of your identifying as demisexuality, I feel like people would get mad at you about the friend zone a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> um, because, yes. <laughs> yeah, cause like, um, if you have an... Because it's like, I'm such a good friend to you. I'm so, like, we're, like... I, like, I feel so close to you, and, like, I know you care about me, too, so, like, why isn't it like clicking mm-hmm. so yeah so for for those who don't know what <laughs> i i think people typically know like the term friend zone but mm-hmm. it's the idea that once someone typically a girl because people are misogynistic <laughs> um yeah. but once someone sees you as a friend then they will not date you no matter what because they only see you as a friend and not a romantic interest, which is an insane theory. I don't know how it's gotten this far. I guess it kind of goes along with the idea of, um, and I hate this theory too, um, the idea that males and females can't be platonic friends without feeling some sort of sexual attraction. That one doesn't make any sense either, but... Yeah, I guess, because, like, it's weird, too, because especially I feel like people who say things like that 
literally have a best friend of the opposite sex. Because it's also weird, too, because that's also just, like, really heteronormative. Because, like, I guess gay people just don't talk to anybody. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, it's heteronormative, but then think about how a lot of heteronormative people think of how gay people are. They're like, oh, they just sleep with any guy. I hope, oh, don't, don't try to sleep with me, you know? So, yeah, like, that was one thing, like, okay, for everything, like, I mostly have bad things to say about the new Degrassi, because old Degrassi was, like, slightly better, still had its own problems, but one thing I really thought was, like, I felt like it was, they had more, like, making people, like, characters, and, like, they had Mm -hmm. more stuff going on than, like, their issue of the week kind of deal. Um, Yeah. And so one of the most iconic things about Degrassi, in case you don't know, is that Marco, he came out as gay, and he was, like, the first gay character on the show. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that includes, like, the old, or if that was just this generation, or if it was Degrassi's franchise. Wait, is that the new? You're talking about the new generation. I'm talking, okay, so like there's- the current one? No, I'm talking about Degrassi, okay. the next generation. The Got one that it. me and Aaron talk about is Degrassi, the next class or something. Okay. So. Got it. Okay. So one thing I, I think was, I do think the next generation had the first gay character on Degrassi. I think that was like a franchise-wide thing. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Because, um, you know, that actually makes sense. They actually did a really cute recreation video of like when Marco came out where like they got the same actors, but now they're like 30 or Aww. whatever. And they redid the scene and like it cute. was really, it was really cute. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so he, Marco comes out to Spinner and then like the next, and like it's really serious and really heavy. And then. There's this other episode where Jimmy's having a sleepover and obviously Marco's invited because they've been bros. And Spinner's like, no, like he can't come anymore because like, and Spinner's just really convinced that Marco's into him. And then Marco's like, you're not even that hot. I don't like you (laughs) like that. And then and then it was really cute because then it just ends with Spinner like, okay. Like, because then he realizes I've been an idiot, but then, like, they get playful because he's like, well, agree to disagree. And he starts, like, talking himself up, like, you should be romantically interested in me for these <laughs> okay. reasons. And it's like, it's cute. Um, but whatever. But, like, with the. That was just, like, a fun little tangent I like to talk about. <laughs> but back to the friend zone, I think it's really. One, it's weird that people feel owed a sexual relationship. <laughs> because, yeah. like, because if it's like, because, like, like, unrequited love sucks. Not saying it doesn't. However, if, like, you really like this person and it's like, I like spending time with them and I would do anything for them, I wish they would just see me in that way, but they don't, then, like, maybe you should, like, I don't think it's, because then also shows make it weird where you have to, like, punish the other person. Like, they friend those, so I need to pull back, and, like, they're gonna see how much they need me. Which, like, 
I think you should if, like, you want to change your feelings. I think it is good to pull back a little bit, like, get some time. Like, I need to get over you for a bit. And I don't even really think it's that bad to just tell them, like, look, I like you. I don't really think you like me in that way. So just, like, so you know, I'm going to be backing up a bit because I just want to kind of get over you. And then maybe we can hang out later or just drift apart naturally. You don't have to say all that. But, like, basically, um... But when they're, like, okay, I just wanted to check that I was still recording. <laughs> I don't know why I got scared at that point. I know, but I anyway. do that every now and then, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, it's just, I don't know, the because like you were saying, the friends are definitely does seem misogynistic, but, like, because in the 80s, they kind of, like, with some kind of wonderful, they sort of have the girl version, but... It's still pretty misogynistic if you think about it because Eric Stoltz has two friends. One's Leah Thompson and the other friend, I want to say her name might be Mary something. Okay. <laughs> Not anyway. super important. Yeah. So Leah Thompson's the girl that he's like head over heels in love with. She's beautiful. She's like... A uh, pretty much it. And I think it's fun that the movie based, like, that's kind of the moral. Like, like mm. he just kind of had this crush on her because she's beautiful. But then uh, his best friend, Mary, is just his best friend. And then in the end, um, she's like, Leah Thompson's like, oh no, I think you're actually in love with your best friend. And then they get together. And it's just kind of, and like, it's sort of put out that like now he like realizes like, oh, she's beautiful too. <laughs> yeah so, like, and that kind of goes with that whole like ponytail let your hair down take yeah, off the glasses yeah. yeah yeah that whole thing so I do like I don't I this is like I don't like the friend zone because of what's associated with it. I do think you kind of put people in categories by default, like, that's my friend, and, like, maybe that's someone I want to be with or not, you know? Or, like, in the same way, like, that's my brother. But I don't know. That's, like, I, kind of I don't think, think it's, like, the... I kind of think it's, like, um by saying she only sees me as a friend, I got put in the friend zone. If she didn't see me as a friend, we would be together. I think that's what's harmful about it because i'm like mm. or maybe you wouldn't like which came first you know yeah so like, it's like cause... when people are like i see you as you're like a sister or you're like mm. a brother so that's why i'm like that's okay that's how it is that's they just don't see you in a romantic way yeah it's not that like... they put you there because you d didn't act fast enough or whatever yeah like they're like i don't know and i like there are people that like i'm like friends with and like really close where it does just like i guess i never really thought about it till i started thinking about the friend zone more mm -hmm. but there are people where it's like we're not related in any way if we wanted to date it'd be fine and socially well I'm married now. Probably not that. <laughs> like, not that. Okay. Talk to Bob first. Yeah, if we worked it out. <laughs> but anyway, um, so, but still, like the thought of like kissing them or anything is really weird. 
because like right. I just don't see them like that. Um, don't know if this was the best place for it, but I wanted to put our two cents about the friend zone into the universe. No, I think it's good because I do think that there have been situations in which people have been into me and mm-hmm. I just don't. And it's not even like an it's not even like a demisexual thing. It's just like a normal just I just don't feel it like any other yeah. person has the choice to say if they do or don't feel it. Yeah. And yeah. And that's another thing that is interesting. I don't know if you've been in situations like this, but a bunch of my coworkers were like, when are you this per- and this person going to get together? When are you guys going to get together? And I'm like, never. And stop saying that because you're going to get his hopes up because I know that he's really into me and I'm not. And you need to stop saying that because that's like putting pressure on me. It's getting his hopes up. And I don't need any of that because we were friends. Yeah. And then it's like uncomfortable because then I have to be like, well, yeah, we can go to lunch, but I need to make it clear that this is not a date. You know? What the... Yeah, that's, you know, I haven't had any experiences like that just because, like, my, the lines of work I've been in have been, like, older woman, married women, like, kind of thing. So, like, everybody sort of just settled. (laughs) Um, So there was no, like, hijinks. (laughs) Like that. Um... One of the jobs I had was at a family daycare, so that was like that was just literally me and my boss. Oh yeah, <laughs> there was no no dating pool. <laughs> um, okay, so now um, I guess we'll move gears again, and so we've already talked about like how you. You're not blind. You can see that people are good looking or not to you. Uh, would you say that, like, you're... Have you ever formed an emotional bond with any fictional characters? Um, no. I mean, I don't... I think that a lot of people relate to fictional characters. I have, like, my favorites for whatever reasons, but I don't think that I've been, like... I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I guess that's the thing, too. Like, I, you know, because, like, I spoiler alert, we're going to talk about fictosexuality in a little bit. But before that, um, <laughs> um, I, I think that's why I ship so much. Because, like, I don't, like, I don't really want to date, like, Captain America or Tony Stark. But I right. watch the show and I'm like, oh, wow, like, I see there's so much tension here. Well, I think it's kind of, that's why, yeah, that's why you shift. That's why people write fan fiction, right? Right, yeah. And that's, I think that's fine. And yeah. whatever, that's normal. Yeah. Um. So in, like, prepping for this video, uh, we saw, like, on the LGBTA wiki, it has, like, a lot of information about, like, a lot of sexualities. Um. Included in the ace spectrum is fictosexuality, which is the sexual attraction to fictional characters. Yeah, I I just, it's interesting to me. It is an umbrella term. There's a bunch of sexualities underneath the umbrella. And I feel weird being um, 
so being scrutinizing when I have mm-hmm. kind of oh, I'm ex- I identify as a um, kind of a unknown sexuality, but yeah. and smaller group that identifies my sexuality, but I'm like, when do we? When's the point when we stop needing labels for some of these things? And it's just... Yeah. Because... Because that's... I think the only time you would need... Because here's my thing. My thing with sexuality labels is I don't care. I think it would be great if we didn't have to use labels. I understand why we need to because it's... Well, first of all, the whole heteronormative thing. But then it's also easier to say I'm Demi instead of being like... I only find emotional attraction to people right. I have, whatever, sexual attraction to people I have emotional connection with. Like, that's, mm-hmm. it's easier to just be like, I'm Demi. But, like, when you have such a niche sexuality, mm-hmm. and especially one when it's fictional characters, because how many people are you going to be explaining it to? Because if you're asexual, if you're, especially if you're aromantic asexual, you're probably not going to be like, telling them I'm gamosexual <laughs> like whoever's interested in you you're just gonna be like I'm asexual or aromantic yeah. so I don't know maybe you will but yeah, then you th- just have to explain what it is anyway yeah I guess that is something too cause like we were talking about this a little bit in the um like while we were just talking about it with labels in general I definitely feel like they're a blessing and a curse because like blessing if you're feeling like lot like you like you saw it and you're like oh I identify with that it clicks great I am not alone. Curse I was like I didn't really think about this too harsh and like if anybody in the comments wants to weigh in I would love to hear your thoughts on this because it's just very interesting to me. I feel like in just and probably in other categories as well but just I noticed it with the fictosexual wiki it feels a little gatekeepy um in that like so fictosexual you're attracted to fictional characters however there's like a visual sexual if you're like into visual novel spectrosexual you're into ghosts uh nicosexual you know like that sort of thing um there's also there's one that's for books, and there's one that's for live action, fictional characters. And at that point, it's interesting to me because it almost, I can almost envision this conversation happening where somebody's like, I love PETA. And then somebody's like, oh, from the book? No. And then they're like, no, that's not valid. You just like Josh Hutcherson or something, as an example. Um And it's just, I don't know if, like, I guess I don't know why, like, on one hand, I get wanting labels. And I think that that's good to pursue. But at the same time, I don't see why fictosexual isn't enough. I guess I'm just, like, I don't know why it matters if it's uh, fictional from an anime or from a video game. I'm not trying to sound insensitive. I just don't understand why. It's a genuine question, not... Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Not like a... These 
not like, trying I'll, to poke I, holes or anything. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully the rest of this conversation <laughs> shows that. But, you know, just in case, I'll just say that, too. Um, yeah, I'd also be... Because there's also mul- multi-fictino, which is a mix of fictional characters. So, like, yeah. the example they give is exclusively to anime and cartoon characters, which... That's another one. It's like, so you do have to differentiate between anime and cartoons. That's a little, seems a little gatekeepy too. Yeah, like, is this, you know, because there are, like, you know, and there are other, um, like, branches in, um, uh, like, other sexualities. Like, there's, like, I want to say it's, like, agaric, which is kind of, like, sapphic, but I guess more specifically it's, like, women loving women or non-binary women more specifically kind of thing and it's like I get that like that's helpful enough at the same time I guess I guess I don't know maybe my maybe what I'm missing is that I don't see why it's so important to disclose everything to people right. you know that's like I guess that's kind of what I was getting at like yeah you're probably like, not like I think they would be help. It would be helpful maybe to like close friends or fa- your family or whatever, whoever mm. you're comfortable. But if it's just someone who's showing interest in you, you're not. You'll probably just tell them you're asexual, right? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but I, I mean, maybe yeah. you won't. I don't know. But I guess if it is just like, or if it is just like a label, just like for your personal knowledge, then I get like. Obviously, I don't think any of this is harming anyone, so I don't think it's bad. Right. Unless it is actually gatekeepy, then maybe that's not the best. Um, but I guess we'll just leave it there. And like I said, if you have any comments you want to leave in the video or join our or server. Or in our Discord server, yeah. Yeah. Please yeah. inform us. Plug. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, I'd love to talk with you about it. But anyway. Okay. So, back to you, more yes. specifically. <laughs> so, <laughs> do you watch pornography? Yes. Is it... So that, I think that's one of the things with it's most It's very confusing people. for people, yes. Right. Because even with, like, people that are ace... That, I guess that might be where it makes more sense for an asexual person than for a demisexual person. Because, like, with an ace obviously i'm i'm like being very short um but it's like oh you know you just like had an urge quick fix whatever bye Mm -hmm. kind of thing um but in your case it's like yeah but (laughs) it's hard (laughs) it is because demisexuality is still a gray asexuality so right like, I don't know, sometimes I get horny, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, and, like, that's why I'm not saying you need to justify it. I guess I was just curious because of, like, the emotional bond. I wonder if it would be the kind of thing where people are like, do you need to, like, look up backstory of the actors <laughs> involved? <laughs> like, what it is involved. But okay. And then, um, okay. Well, we kind of covered that one, so we can skip that question. But anyway. Oh, wait, but I want to talk about it. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I didn't, have a... I didn't describe it. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Okay. Do you have a type physically? Okay, so I've always said that my that I like blondes, but mm-hmm. I've never dated someone who's blonde. 
Interesting. So, <laughs> I mean, I think part of it is the part of the country I live in is mm. there's not a lot of blonde people here. But um, I think that just... to Oklahoma, there's only blonde people here. <laughs> I'm no, just I'm, kidding. I'm good. <laughs> kidding. <laughs> um, but I just, I, it just goes back to my point before where I'm like like I can say I have a type but it obviously doesn't matter <laughs> I, that you know, much I think, yeah I think that is one thing too that I think I know that there are people who are like I'm a, like this is my type you need to be like six foot five right blah, 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 kind of thing and like that's like it but I feel most people even if they have a type it's kind of like they're flexible yeah like a lot of people like have a type and then they marry someone like the total opposite right you know have like a long-term relationship with someone which by the way i'm really tall i'm 5'10 and my boyfriend is really tall and that just happened by chance (laughs) (laughs) which is good because i've definitely dated guys shorter than me which is oh, fine. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. It's just awkward sometimes in terms of like mechanics. <laughs> I get that. Yeah, I you know I'm very short. <laughs> yeah, you don't have that problem. You. Yeah, it's really weird too because you. Know, this is so. I mean, it's not. I guess it's not really my story to tell, but I think it's very funny. Um, Bob was telling um, some friend about like us being a thing and then he was like oh yeah you like short girls and he was like no and then he was like oh well how tall is she and then like he disclosed my height and he was like yeah see you like short girls i told and you I, you did yeah i knew that about you <laughs> and, <laughs> and then i think it's also funny too because this is one thing I've, and this is kind of like the opposite but i've heard um like people say like oh like basketball players they always like they always like really short girls and it's like i mean do they or is that just like inevitable yeah exactly (laughs) like Like, normal sized people look short next to them yeah oh my gosh bob was showing me this picture of the rocks standing next to Shaq, and he looks such he looks like like a a little baby yeah i was like what is going on Shaq is a giant he's just a straight up giant yeah like gosh i would love to be Shaq for a day (laughs) Like, I just would. Oh, my gosh. But then, me and Shaq, our Freaky Friday movie, and then oh we both, gosh. he's, that he realizes, like, oh, you know what, actually, I'd rather be tall, so, like, no thank you. And then I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm if gonna you... stay, I'm gonna stay Shaq, bye. <laughs> if you got a picture next to Shaq, it would be, like, the picture of, like, world's tallest woman next to world's smallest man. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> be like that. Oh my gosh. Okay. Or you could so, sit on his shoulders and you could be one super person. Oh my gosh, me and Shaq <laughs> Voltroning it up. I yes. mean Okay. <laughs> Somebody make that something. <laughs> we'll Take get one that. of our We'll commission one of our artists to do it, one of our channel artists. Yeah. 
just do that. <laughs> like, that's the thumbnail for this unrelated to anything. <laughs> okay, anyway. The last uh, question to just sort of cover all our bases, I think. We did pretty good. Um, so being a romantic demisexual, is it just like a matter of finding a partner? Or are there any like hardships that you feel are like specific to your sexuality? Um, like I said, like a lot of people don't understand it, so <laughs> I don't know. It's like <laughs> it's both finding a partner, that's hard for yeah, anyone yeah. as it is, especially I mean, luckily I found my partner before the pandemic hit, but especially yeah. in a pandemic, especially I even the reason the whole reason I was on Tinder, I was like, how do people meet now? Cause right, yeah, I don't understand, and I worked at Chick Fil A, so there was mostly high school students mm. and some college students, but not very many. And then I started working at the place where I'm working now, and I was like, yeah, there's not really any guys here that I'm interested in, um, and. My current boyfriend was actually working at um, the same company, but a different location. And then he got transferred to our location. Oh, wow. So, yeah, we never would have met unless if he hadn't been transferred. So, but yeah, I think finding a partner is hard for anybody. But then especially on top of trying to explain yeah, that I'm demisexual. And right. especially, I think, in college, there was a lot of people that were looking for hookups, which is fine not fine for me but it's fine for other people right but then and i know sometimes like the hookups would lead into a relationship but that just wasn't an option for me yeah so, no yeah i get that and then i don't know if this has anything to do with my sexuality or not but i also have kind of like a lower sex drive mm. so yeah that can so be it's... difficult too yeah but yeah that could be related or not but like we learned with three month Joe <laughs> some people are more understanding than others yeah. um, okay well this is a lot of fun um, it was nice that we get to have this oh wait thing. I want one more story oh okay sorry because <laughs> I just I just remembered um, way back when before we had our channel oh yeah and just in the SDC server, and I was telling the story about how my mom's co-worker was trying to set me up with oh, a cash... Oh! I remember this saga! Yeah. Okay, yes. It was... I don't even remember who it was. It was my mom's co-worker's daughter-in-law's something. I don't know. It was, like, so many <laughs> degrees of separation. And she tried to set me up with this guy... She was like, oh, she's so nice. She needs a boyfriend. And I was like, okay, lady, who are you? <laughs> and so she gave me his number and gave my number to him. And he texted. And <laughs> we were supposed to go on a date. And he was like, hey, and I said hi. And he was like, so do you want to go on this date? And I said, not really. <laughs> and he said, yeah, me neither. And I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> So, and then he did try to text me again, and I just never answered, because I was like, no. 
And we had we were at a united front office, sir. <laughs> but yeah, in the Discord server, I was keeping everyone updated, and it's probably still a pinned comment in that server, right? <laughs> Where, Maybe. Um, yeah. I was like, said something about the guy texting me or whatever, or I saw his picture, and you were like, you got really excited about it. <laughs> And you're like, oh, are you going to go on a date and it's going to be the best time and you're going to get married? And I was like, he's not my type at all. And you're like, oh. <laughs> I, yeah, I do remember that. Very us. Very us. <laughs> okay. Well, this was Sorry. fun. That was just, yeah, no, this, that was... This video, I, I feel like this video has just been me talking about all of my past relationships. I mean... Kinda, yeah, that was the point, sort of, but, yeah, no, I'm glad that we got to do this, and hopefully, like, it's just good to help with just bringing demisexuality more into the light, and also, I think it was just fun, because we don't, like, we talk about, like, movies we like and don't like more, but, like, I think it's fun (laughs) that we got to do this and get to know you more. Yeah, I think, and... Like I said, with uh, wanting to kind of spread the word about it, and I pretty much tell everyone that will listen. Yeah. Um, I have, I've actually heard of some people, some people have told me, like, oh yeah, um, my brother is demisexual, but he didn't know what it was until you told me what it was. And I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. So I think really- if other people are identifying with this, but don't know it yet. Because I know I was really sad <laughs> and felt like something was wrong with me because everybody else around me was seemed so normal. And I felt... Yeah. I really felt ostracized from the whole group. So, yeah. No, I, I just... That. I want people to be aware, I guess, of... Yeah. So, like... sexualities. Yeah, no, totally. And I'm glad that you've been able to, like, help people in your real life. That's really cool. Um, Yeah, so we're just sort of wanted to do this as, like, a starter to just sort of have, like, conversations where we're just, like, asking stuff in good faith. And if you have any suggestions for other stuff for us to talk about or if you want to talk about anything we brought up here, you know, leave a comment, join our Discord again. (laughs) Please. <laughs> Please join our Discord. Yes, like, we need it. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, so that's that. And on that note, remember to comment, like, and subscribe because we all need friends. Okay, bye. Happy Pride Month. Oh, yeah. <laughs>